CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham, web references in the script can be found either in the RSGB website or attached to the podcast gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 11th of February 2024. Here are the main news headlines. Outcome of the RSGB 2024 board and regional team election process. RSGB challenge for British Science Week announced. RSGB Spectrum Forum updates. The RSGB has announced the outcome of its 2024 board and regional team election process. These results come into force at the RSGB 2024 AGM. And until that time, the current regional representatives remain in their roles. The announcement also contains news of the nominated directors put forward for endorsement by the RSGB membership next month, as well as two co-options to the RSGB board, effective until the AGM. For full details and the candidates, go to the RSGB AGM webpage at rsgb.org forward slash AGM. The theme of British Science Week this year is time. Both time and the closely related concept of frequency are of vital importance to radio communications. The RSGB has announced a new challenge for British Science Week linked to this theme. The challenge has categories for every age group and the winner of each group will win a prize. The deadline for entries is the 1st of September and the results will be announced at the RSGB convention in October. The challenge is as follows, quote, Using readily available components, material and other resources provide a method of either measuring the frequency of a radio frequency source or signal, or providing a time reference to a radio operator or radio system, unquote. For more about the challenge, as well as activities to inspire you and resources to help you take part in British Science Week, go to the RSGB website. A busy year has seen several online Spectrum Forum meetings. Two meetings held in January considered the Ofcom notice period for representations and areas where band plan adjustments would be needed, as well as more regular items, items such as annual group reports. The RSGB website now has these details online. The RSGB's reply to Ofcom has been added to its special focus on the Ofcom license review, along with other recent representations, this will enable Ofcom to finalise the new license later this month. The RSGB Spectrum Forum pages have been updated with the January 2024 group reports and meeting notes, which included the discussions on the provisional changes. To read more, visit the RSGB page under Spectrum Forum. As previously announced by the RSGB Examination Standard Committee Chairman Tony Kent, GABPBH, the amateur radio license exams will need to change to reflect the changes to the license conditions announced by Ofcom. The scale of the license changes will have a significant impact on Section 1 of the syllabus, licensing, and a small impact on Section 7, operating. Ofcom is currently reviewing representations and will publish its final decision, including the final version of the license, before the 21st of February. 
The new licence will come into effect before work on the syllabus and examination question bank is completed. The RSGB Examination Standard Committee has gained approval from Ofcom to continue to examine to the current licence conditions for a period of six months following the publication of the new licence. This will allow trainers time to update their courses in line with the new syllabus and allow candidates that have started their training under the current licence condition to complete their courses and take the exam. It's expected that examinations to the new licence conditions will begin on the 1st of September this year. For full details, see the exam announcements page on the RSGB website. The first amateur radio station on the moon, JS1YMG, is now transmitting. The Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency, or JAXA, landed its smart lander for for investigating the moon on the 19th of January. The JAXA ham radio club, JQ1ZVI, secured the JS1YMG call sign and has been transmitting Morse code on 437.41 MHz since the 19th of Jan. The probe uses 1 watt to a UHF antenna with circular polarization and is transmitting what is described as matters relating to amateur business. Radio amateurs have been busy analysing JS1YMG's signal. You can read more about the story on Daniel Estevez EA4GPZ's blog at destevez.net. The RADCOM team is looking for authors who are interested in antennas, so if you're passionate about the theory, design and construction of antennas and would like to contribute to the magazine, please email radcom at rsgb.org.uk. Details now of rallies and events. The Midcars Radioactive Rally is being held today, the 11th, at Nantwich Civic Hall. At Market Street, Nantwich, CW55 DG. Doors open at 10 o'clock and admission is £5. There'll be a wide variety of trader stalls covering every aspect of amateur radio. Raffles will be held throughout the rally. Refreshments and snacks will be available in the hall and parking is immediately adjacent to the venue. The British Vintage Wireless Radio, uh, sorry, the British Vintage Wireless Society Biggleswade Swap Meet and AGM will take place on Sunday, the twenty-fifth of February. The venue will be the Weatherly Centre, Eagle Farm Road, Biggleswade, in Bedfordshire, SG eighteen eight JH. Bring and buy stall will be available with a ten percent commission on sales going to the British Vintage Wireless and Television Museum. Stallholders can gain entry from 9am. Doors open to the public, 9.30. Admission will be £8. For more information, visit bvws.org.uk or email secretary at bvws.org.uk. The Red Rose Winter Rally takes place on Sunday the 25th of February. Venue will be St Joseph's Hall, Mother Lane or Mather Lane is at Lee, WN72PJ. Access for exhibitors will be available from 8.30 and the event will be open to the public from 10. Hot and cold refreshments available. Further details via web West Manchester Radio Club's website at wmrc.co.uk. Send inquiries to Les G4HZJ via Les Jackson at ntlworld.com or phone 07796 264569. 
Special events news in uh, in celebration of World Radio Day. Special call sign AA one AO one hundred Radio will be will be on the air from Spain until the 29th of February. More di- more information, cqrz.com. The Royal Netherlands Army Signal Regiment is celebrating 150th anniversary on the 14th and 15th of February. Cadet servicemen, amateurs and veterans will be on the air for 36 hours with all kinds of historical and in-service radios. Operators will be using the call sign PI4VBD on all bands using SSB and CW. Special event station OL80CLAY will be active from the 12th of Feb to the 30th of June uh, 2024 from near Prague. Operation Clay took place 80 years ago and was a cover name for an operation executed during World War II in the Protectorate of Bohemia and Moravia by Czech paratroopers trained in England. Their task was to gather intelligence data from northeast Moravia, send it to London by radio, and to cooperate with the local resistance groups. The station will be active on all radio amateur bands. CW will be the main mode of operation, but there will also be activity on SSB, FM, and possibly digital modes. Every first QSO will be answered by a special QSL card sent via the Bureau. A shortwave listener report sent via the Bureau to OK2PXJ or via email will also be acknowledged. More information, cqrz.com. Now for DX News, Francis F6B. Uh, WJ is active as FM stroke call sign for Martinique NA107 until the 11th of March. He'll operate CW on the 80 to 10 metre bands QSL via logbook of the world or via bureau to his home call. Gérard F2, uh, F2 sorry, JD is active as HR5 stroke call sign from Copan, Honduras. Until the 21st of March 2024, he'll operate CWSSB, FT8 and FT4 on the HF bands, QSL via F6AJA, Director Bureau. Contest news. Tuesday the 13th, the 432 MEGS FM activity contest runs from 1900 to 1955 UTC, using FM on the 70s M's band, the exchange of signal, report, serial number and locator. Also Tuesday 13th, the 432MEGS UK Activity Contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC. All modes on the 70s band, the exchange signal report, serial number and locator. Wednesday the 14th, the 80 metre club championship runs from 2000 to 2130 UTC using PSK63 and RITI on the 80 metre band, the exchange is... Yes, you've guessed it. Signal report and serial number. On Wednesday the 14th, the 432 MEGS FT8 Activity 4-hour contest runs from 1700 to 2100 UTC. FT8 on the 70 SEMS ban the exchange's report and 4-character locator. Also Wednesday the 14th, the 432 MEGS FT8 Activity 2-hour contest runs from 1900 to 2100 UTC. FT8 on the 70 SEMS band the exchange is report and four character locator. Stations entering the four hour contest can also enter the two hour contest. On Thursday the 15th, the 50 MEGS UK activity contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC using all modes on the 6 metre band, the exchange's signal report and serial number. CQ Worldwide WPX RITI contest started at 0000 UTC on Saturday the 10th of Feb and ends at 2359 UTC today the 11th. 
using RITI, 80 to 10 metre bands where contests are allowed, the exchange's signal report and serial number. The PACC contest started at 1200 UTC on Saturday the 10th and ends at 1200 UTC today the 11th. Using CW and SSB on the 160 to 10 metre bands, the exchange's signal report and serial number, Dutch stations sent their province. The ARRL International DX contest starts at 0000 UTC on Saturday the 17th of February and ends at 2359 UTC on Sunday the 18th of February. CW on the 160 to 10 metre bands where contests are allowed the exchange of signal report and transmitter power. American stations send their state and Canadian stations send their province. Another radio propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA and G4BAO. They write, a large sunspot region has been turning into an earth-facing position and now looks like it could be threatening. Activity region 3576 has already emitted a couple of low-class solar flares but could be poised for even more. An M5.1 solar flare was detected around region 3575 on the 7th of February as well. Updated imagery shows that an associated coronal mass ejection, or CME, was likely. However, due to the location near the sun's southwest limb, it was directed mostly away from Earth. The solar flux index remained high this week, hitting 190 on the 6th, before dropping to 188 on the 8th. Geomagnetically, the Sun has been behaving itself with a maximal KP index of only 3 on Sunday the 4th. But all eyes will be on active region 3576 next week as it could upset the apple cart. Meanwhile, daylight maximum and usable frequencies over a 3000 km path remain in excess of 28 megs, which is good for HF. Next week, NOAA predicts that the solar flux index may decline to be in the range of 160 to 170. Geomagnetic conditions are also predicted to be settled with a low KP index. Although, as we said earlier, that could change if we have a violent solar flare and associated coronal mass ejection from region 3576 or any of the many other sunspots. Now VHF and up, unsettled weather describes the pattern for the coming week, including some colder weather mixed in to provide snowfall for some areas, particularly in the northern areas. This characteristic weather type will mean little chance of tropo during the period. Other propagation modes of interest might be even harder to find, unless you're thinking of rain scatter, which could be useful for a few suitably equipped stations on the gigahertz bands. Other modes, such as meteor scatter or aurora, are also looking a bit thin. There's always the chance of some random activity, unlike sporadic E, which is in its late winter lull that usually lasts until April for the 10 and 6 metre bands. For EME operators, moon declination is negative and rising, going positive on Monday the 12th, so there will be a high... uh, so. so there will be higher peak moon elevations and longer moon windows throughout the week. Path losses were at their lowest at perigee on Saturday the 10th. 144 meg sky noise is moderate to low. And that's it from the propagation team this week. And that's all from me until next week also.